Hello, and welcome to Cabot Coverage, the podcast where three sisters and a beloved family friend discuss the crime-solving adventures of mystery novelist Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. I'm Susanna, and this is just a quick intro to our very first episode. We're still finding our feet with this one a bit, but we really hope that you enjoy it and that you stick with us as we continue to talk about Murder, She Wrote and how fantastic it is. And so anyways, on with the show. Welcome to Cabot Coverage, uh, the podcast that talks about Murder, She Wrote episodes after we watch them with three sisters and one family friend. <laughs> I'm Susanna. I love Murder, She Wrote. Not ironically. I think it's one of the best shows ever made. And next on to Megan. Hi, this is Megan, and I'm a lifelong Murder, She Wrote fan, and I'm excited to talk about it. I'm Glynis. I have very little Murder, She Wrote experience. I'm very excited to go on this journey with everyone. I have seen maybe an episode a year per my sister's recommendations. So, yeah, just buckle up. On to Ashley. Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm the family friend. I am not a sister. (laughs) And I've been watching Murder, She Wrote um, since it aired originally on CBS, right after 60 Minutes. So that's how I spent my Sunday nights. Um, And I can't wait to revisit some classic episodes. So today we're talking um, about season two, episode five, Sing a Song of Murder. (laughs) We're starting with that one because half of us live in the UK and that was the first episode we could get hold of (laughs) so that we could all watch together and talk about it. Um, For those that have never seen the show before, Murder, She Wrote follows a widow, Jessica Fletcher, former English teacher. Yeah. Yes. So her husband. <laughs> so her, I forgot that you got her nerves. Her husband dies before the start of the show, so she is just like a kind of normal small town English teacher who hits it big when she publishes her first murder mystery, and then becomes the toast of the publishing world with her sort of airport mystery novels. Um, quiz. Does anyone know the name of her first book? The Corpse, corpse Dance Midnight. Okay, just checking. Linus, <laughs> <laughs> did you know that? No. <laughs> so um, tonight's episode, I mean, we really threw you in at the deep end here, Glennis, because Glennis never probably really watched a whole episode. And the first one we started with involves Jessica's cousin, Emma, who's also played by Angela Lansbury, doing a Cockney accent and wearing a I mean, Annie-style red wig. (laughs) a woman in her... (laughs) Nothing says sexy like a 60-year-old in an Annie wig. (laughs) I was very confused the first five minutes. (laughs) Yes, some of us maybe thought that it was Jessica Fletcher for the first... Because Jessica doesn't appear in the episode for the first 10 minutes. Um, So in the episode... Jessica is told that her cousin Emma has died and travels to London to investigate her death only to find out that she's not really dead, spoiler alert, and there's some shenanigans going on at the music hall that Emma works at. 
So that's I thought Jessica Fletcher was catfishing people. <laughs> this is a hot take, but I like it. So there's a lot of accent work going on in this episode. Maybe that's a strong... It's always fun when we go to England with Murder, She Wrote, because there's a real... I don't, either they're very high class sort of Oxford grads or they're like low brow sort of cockney wide boys. And here we get a fun mix of them all because <laughs> Emma is sort of, I, I was a little confused because I don't remember, she does appear in a previous episode. I don't remember her being well off, but this episode implies that she's the toast of the London music hall. Community. I mean, I think it's fading. Like, it, you, she used to be bigger. Yeah, I mean, I think Toast is a bit extreme. There was, like, three people in the audience when she was working, <laughs> and two of them were, quote-unquote, punks. Well, that is true, but they... To, to, that's true. But to get that many people to come to, like, a matinee show where it seems as though all that's happening is someone's doing weird comedy for, like, 15 minutes, and then she sings a single song is but an amazing yeah. song she sounds great yeah no she does she sounds amazing <laughs> one of my favorites so that's the, one of the things i think is interesting about murder she wrote is and this is the first thing i sent around as something to consider is quote-unquote real jobs because <laughs> this show <laughs> people have is sort of like a loose definition of what you could do to make money <laughs> i feel like this episode did she own part of the music hall? Did anyone follow yeah, that? That's why the other people wanted to sell to the bad guy. And she was... Who, what did he do? That's what I want to know. Who With the baldy guy? With the bad the guy? guy? With the, the guy with the chain. Yeah. What was he after? He wanted to he, buy the theater. But why was why was he running it for the mob to buy the like local <laughs> theater on like they wanted, to, they wanted to turn it into a rock palace, Glennis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they want to turn it into a club for the punks in that audience that we saw at the beginning. <laughs> I forgot about the okay. rock palace situation. Okay, so that, that was a little lost on me. And he was like, you don't want to know the people I deal with. But it's... <laughs> Yeah, they want. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so we was the holdout, right? And the other guy was, I guess, was just a part owner and hung out there. I think the guy that performed there, he like. I you mean Patrick he, McNee from the Avengers series? Yeah, he I think didn't own it, but like would perform there as long as it was open. Yeah. So, yeah, that segues nicely into one of our topics, which is the best guest star. I was, I, no, you thought I was going to go Biggest Hunk. I thought Patrick <laughs> McNee. But the best guest star, I mean, Patrick McNee feels like that's kind of a big deal that he was on the show, but maybe at the time, I don't know. It was, it, it, this was a sort of, in a way, quite a drab episode, even though it was <laughs> about Emma. It's like not very colorful. I struggled to pick a favorite outfit. I liked her <laughs> jacket, her leopard jacket. Well, yeah, well, that was also the musical number was like 
so amazing. So was that everybody's favorite outfit was the musical number outfit? Yeah, that one was good. Yeah. Also, my favorite guest star was um, Glimmis John. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Except for her Irish accent. She could have left that at the door. Yeah, that wasn't. <laughs> there were a lot of weird accents, though. Glennis Johns was sort of vaguely Irish. It sounded like the guy who was the guy trying to buy the theater didn't speak like that normally and was, like, doing a weird, like, I don't know how to describe it. Just like He's a like really... A... He's like a classically trained actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he he had that really like harsh voice. It sounded like he was sort of trying a bit hard. I mean, Emma, I guess, is supposed to be Cockney, but she sounds nothing like that. Uh -uh. I who? What was your favorite accent? <laughs> <laughs> I think the stage owner, or whatever the ball, you know, the balding uh. guy had a really thick like. He was, yeah, this was good. Oh, can we, for one quick second, I know we're talking about accents. His wife's hair. No, I'm not going to go on and on about hair and makeup and stuff about the show. Probably it's a time capsule. <laughs> you know, it's not good. It looked like she'd just taken a shower before every scene. It was very dewy. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it so wet? I don't like, know if I know who you're talking about. So it was the lady. So it was the lady that like sat behind the desk in like a power suit top. <laughs> like she was wearing, you know, you've blacked out. Okay, that's fine. I mean. She's hardly in it, but her mullet that's been gelled back is, it was. I, I don't remember this character at all. <laughs> Well, everybody else's hair looked okay. And then, and then it was like this random person where you're like, I guess that's just like what Moose does if you use too much. <laughs> so everybody's favorite guest star was was Glynis Johns? Yeah. Or Patrick McNee. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Nobody nobody's favorite was um Basil from the Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> Wait, who was he? What? The inspector. Inspector yeah, Kruger. I didn't okay. know that. I only know this because I Googled it this weekend because we watched The Great Mouse Detective in this house. Huh. huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And guess what? Not everybody was that interested in watching it, but I insisted that we had I remember it. liking it. You know? It's good. Vincent Price is um Ooh. bad guy. I love Vincent Price. Did we him? Oh, he died. Vincent Price. Barry Ingham. Is he the Detective Crimmins? He's Basil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Inspector Crimmins. What happened? I mean, he was eighty-two years old, but still. He was how many when, years? When did he die? In two thousand fifteen. Oh. I feel like Patrick McNee also died in 2015. He did. He did. He did. Rough year. And they both died in, in the States, but both born in England. So, you know, co-missed bottom up. Yeah. Okay. So, moving swiftly on, who was everybody's biggest hunk? Uh, the lawyer, obviously. Solicitor, excuse me. Yeah. 
Christopher Solicitor for sure. He's Ernest. Been, he's been in four Murder, She Wrote episodes. No this, way. This is all I know him from, is the show. Yeah, I thought I knew him from something else, but I went on his IMDb and I, I don't know anything other than this. Ashley, who was your favorite? Who was your biggest hunk? Inspector Crimmins. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Was it the two-tone hair? Was that kind of what was yeah, doing it? <laughs> it's sort of like that mild-mannered, like, English sensibility that's just not too threatening, you know? Yeah. It of... felt mild, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was, a, like, normally when Jessica goes out to dinner with a man in one of these episodes, there's sort of, like, an underlying sexual tension, and there was, like, none of that here <laughs> no but the way he like had her step aside to break open emma's door it's just like, oh yes gentlemanly i agree yeah yeah, yeah. You know, it's, she doesn't normally get to kiss people either but as emma she got to kiss patrick mcnee no. <laughs> yeah, sort of it's kind of a smushy <laughs> friend kiss to something in front of the door but the implication is they're dating right Fun fact about Christopher Tabori, or however you say his last name, he's in the last several years been dating, I mean dating, directing a ton of Hallmark movies and shows like Murder, She Baked, um, Dashing Through the Snow, stuff like that. So he's had a decent directing career. Oh, that's interesting. I like Murder, She Baked. Yeah. Is that a plum pudding mystery? No, it's it's the one with Allison. Sammy from yeah. yeah. Oh, they're not called plum pudding mysteries. Mm -mm. I don't even. What, what's what name? are they called? Murder She Baked. But oh. I thought each one had a title. Oh. I know, but I think they're like a part of the series where they're like, you know how it's like, uh, Murder She Baked colon chip, chip chocolate chip mystery or something. <laughs> Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of what they're called. But it's hand off my pumpkin love. <laughs> yeah, they're all called that, Ashley. The <laughs> <laughs> <A> perfect pumpkin. <laughs> they're pretty good. I can't think of a single one. I've seen like five. <laughs> I can't think of what any of them are called. So, next thought, best best Jessica one-liner slash burn. It could be said by somebody else as well. It doesn't have to be said by Jessica, but just your favorite line from the episode. I texted it. I like I when um, Emma said that the sun was shining like a bright tuppence. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But it was weird she didn't want to marry what's his face because then they would turn into a couple of snarling alley cats. How old do you think people are in this episode? Um, I'm gonna look up how old um, Angela Lansbury was in this episode. I mean, if we're going by like Golden Girls years for the same content, I'm gonna <laughs> say they're like, oh, they're in their fifties. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, young enough to, but there was something about it that felt like. I don't know that maybe marriage wasn't I don't know you can get married at any age I don't know she was my my favorite was Gwyneth John saying blood is thicker than water 
<laughs> yeah, the- I like that accent, Glennis. Yeah. I think my favorite line is Glennis saying that line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, really good. I really wish now we'd started with an Ireland episode. Oh, like, they're the best. But some are sad. They're always sad. There's always like some person that's gone crazy because of something that's happened, and then they the person that gets murdered is always some young person as well. You're like, I don't like that at all. Yeah, I mean, I do love them. I love when she travels anywhere. The Irish ones are so. My my favorite line is <laughs> Jessica saying, "Security has been breached." by someone. (laughs) (laughs) She's so shady in that moment. She I like I she I can't remember specifically what she said, but when she called out um the daughter at the end, you know, she kinda like called her out for being like, nice try lady. She never lets yeah. Well and also that girl there was a lot going on there like how old is she meant to be how old is the dad meant to be and they're gonna go on holiday together it's like girl right she's probably well she's probably like 30 now i have to look it up patrick mc this was this episode aired wait i have it somewhere 1985 right right so this episode is what 35 years no is that right 25 25 years old no 35 years old okay Okay, 1985. So Olivia Hussey would have been 34. Okay. And Patrick Mee was 63. Oh, okay. Well, that's not. He's like he not older than that. But he's 63. It's not like like he could. He's not like a death door. He's like. But they're acting like he's got a foot in the grave. Like he only has a couple yeah. of years left. And so good how old is Jessica Fletcher? 60. I mean, she's just starting her career. Yeah. <laughs> her second career. Her second career. <laughs> as well as being an amazing teacher. <laughs> Great teacher. Everyone Yeah. Does- also, I kind of like that she sort of hates her cousin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she doesn't seem glad to see that she's alive at all. She's just okay. like, I can't believe you tricked me. <laughs> dealing with Emma's shenanigans all these years. <laughs> and she acts like, she's just like, what? And it's like, you should be happy that she's not dead. But who cares? Uh, it's the episode where Emma is date like reconnects with an old boyfriend who then dies and leaves her her money is that before this episode uh-huh. i think this is the first time we meet emma yeah i do too wait a minute so the cold open of this person evangelist Ansbury dressed up as this other person even the viewers at home would not have known that this yeah. was not her right and then, yeah. it was very confusing <laughs> yeah, this is why Glennis thought there was a Catholic situation. Like, is this gonna be like one of those episodes that like starts and then like it pans to 
one month previously and then goes back into the like intricacies of why she's here like why she's undercover as much as i appreciate those intricacies i think you're i think the writers for murder she wrote uh, make it a little bit simpler (laughs) how dare you just another person it's just nolan isn't writing every episode where it's like Listen, they stuck a wig on her. You should know it's somebody else. Although we've we've seen Jessica go undercover before. That's true. I like those episodes quite a bit. I do. She, she never does. dresses up though. It's just wearing a hat one time. No, as the barfly, she's like yeah, she she did. In, like, jeans. Oh, and, like, yeah, right. You're right. You still show a little booby. <laughs> Get some information. <laughs> That was a great episode. It is a really good episode. There's, um, yeah, Glennis, I don't know, we can we can talk about how we felt overall. I mean, there's a couple things that didn't happen. There was no weird aged couple in this one where one person is like a million and the other person is like 19. That's always weird. Um, the, yeah, I mean, it seemed great for like a good baseline. I don't really have any frame of reference so like so at the um, moment it's your favorite episode <laughs> yeah it's like I I know I have seen one other several Wait, what do you remember Megan, one? I remember her going down into like a graveyard and like going into like basically like a catacomb and then like getting trapped in there and then, like, maybe her, like, nephew saving her. Grady? No, I think it's the one, is she, she only has, like, hard candy. Yeah. That's in Ireland. That, that's literally as far as my memory of it goes, so it, like, really stuck. It sounds like um, an Ireland one. It sounds like a non-Cabot Cove one. Yeah, yeah it definitely is Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, because you didn't, if you didn't see Sheriff Tupper, mm. not sure if. I feel like I might have seen Sheriff Topper, not in that episode, but another one. I mean, because these, look, these episodes were very few and far between. And normally it was Megan being like, we're watching this now. Because she's an amazing <laughs> sister. Yeah, I'm just trying to do right from wrong. I mean, for Ashley and Megan, how does this rank in your overall... It's what I like. I, I like a Cousin Emma episode. Yeah. I, I, li- I, like a, I like a Cabot Cove episode. I like a Cabot Cove with um, the Doctor, Seth. Yes. And Sheriff Tupper. I like a Sheriff Tupper season. Um, early. Early. I like an early season. I love I a Tom Longley. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's not, I have to say, I really find Cousin Emma tough. I, it's not my favorite. I just don't like any episode where she's not in it for most of the time, where the person that it's about really isn't her, and I don't care for those. I like her to be in it from the second, the clip, the intro clip ends, but I really like the ones where she travels. I like the ones where she's in New York sometimes, too, depending on the content yeah i don't like when she moved to new york but there was a different way i mean it's a little painful but 
I don't know how to have a computer. This is crazy. My computer is always breaking. That's, that's okay, every okay. Oh, I guess Emma's only in two episodes. This one and the one with the rich guy that she had. I mean, Did they you die in that her. one. No, no, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't die. She gets accused of murder, though. Yeah, and she's How's an Emma. She's more annoying, if that's possible. Yeah, I think that. they develop her quirks. Yeah, and they make her dumber. Yeah. See, I thought that's what this one was going to be, and I was like, oh, that one's not not quite. Oh, I like that. I mean, yeah, this one, it, that's why I was confused. It was literally just Jessica Fletcher, but with a Mancunian accent, and, like, making out with some dude. That's interesting that you got Mancunian <laughs> I could not, I was like, I don't know where this accent's meant to be from, but it is all over the I place. I thought someone said Manchester. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, did they say that in her intro at the theater? I can't remember. I don't know. It was tough. Know. The accents were tough. Here, wait, Susanna, do you, I just want to see what this looks like when we're done. Yeah, you can stop it. Well, here, Thanks do you want to Thanks for listening, do- everybody. Uh, is, okay. We should have been recording the whole time. <laughs> uh, it's 